What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of I Thrive Radio. Yes, we're back um, in the studio, aka the spare bedroom, right next to the master bedroom. Um, super excited for another episode of this podcast. Uh, I've taken a little break from the podcast for around three to four weeks or so, um, just because I was just so busy with um, studying for the dietetic uh, exam, studying for my registered dietitian's exam. Um, I basically just could not focus on literally anything else other than studying because I wanted to pass that exam, uh, which brings me to, uh, the big news is that I passed and now I'm officially a, uh, registered dietitian. Um, it's just crazy thinking that now I finally kind of achieved this and I have that title and I've kind of finally gotten to the finish line, I guess you could say, um, around like a year ago or so, um, I, I mean, I've talked about this on the podcast a bunch of times, so I'm not going to go like super in depth, but um, I was going through some really challenging times a year ago, even like eight months ago or so. And um, there was definitely a point around a year ago where I just really, really doubted that I would get to this end point that I'm at right now and that I would actually, you know, finish my internship, finish um, passing my exam and become a registered dietitian. So it feels uh, very, very surreal to be where I'm at right now. I am unbelievably thankful for everyone that's helped me along the way. Um, all of the, you know, fellow RDs, now I can call them fellow RDs, but RDs that I've communicated with in the past, they've helped me out so much. And um, it's just amazing. But um, back to the, um, oh, first off, I wanted to say um, now that because I am, um, you know, done with school, done with my internship, done with studying for the exam, um, I have a lot more free time. And what I'm going to be looking uh, to do now is to be taking on more clients. Now that I have more free time, um, I didn't want to take on a ton of clients when I was in my internship and when I was studying because I didn't want the quality of my coaching to go down because uh, I just didn't have enough time, you know, Um, and I wanted to make sure each client got the service that they actually, you know, paid for and got the results that they wanted. Uh, But now that I have more free time, um, I'm able to take on more clients. So I'm definitely looking to take on more clients, definitely looking to, um, you know, make a huge impact, um, help people make the changes that they want, uh, whether it's lose body fat, build muscle, improve their strength or performance in the gym, or just overall feel better and improve their confidence. Um, I'm definitely here to do that. And I'm really, really excited for um, it to grow in 2021. So if you are interested in that, um, I'm going to leave a link to apply to coaching in the um, description of this podcast. Um, or just reach out to me on any social media and uh, we'll talk and we'll hop on a phone call and see if, you know, the program is good for you. And um, yeah, we'll get you on the right path to seeing results. But um, I wanted to get into the podcast episode now. Um, And the topic for today is going to be why your new year's resolutions suck. Um, So honestly, I'm, I would say I'm probably a fan of New Year's resolutions in general. Um, I know a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, why are you setting a New Year's resolution? You should be making changes right now. Why are you waiting till the new year? Um, I don't really have that mentality towards New Year's resolutions. I think that um, they can be great for a lot of people. I think just starting a new year, um, you you can have that mentality to where it's kind of a fresh start, a clean slate. Um, and you aren't going to, you know, change completely in one day, you know, just because it's a new year, but it can be 
um, kind of a starting point for some people to actually start making some changes and start seeing results. Uh, so I think overall, um, New Year's resolutions can be a good thing. Um, but you need to be setting your New Year's resolutions correctly and setting the right goals, uh, which we're going to talk about in this podcast, or else you know, you're probably not going to make much progress, if any progress at all. Um, so a lot of you guys probably set New Year's resolutions, um, which I've seen multiple times on Facebook, people talking about it, even people just talking about it to me um, in person, in conversation. Um, they set goals like lose 20 pounds. Um, maybe they want to squat 200 pounds this year. Uh, they want to finally get abs for the summer. Um, or they want to run like one mile in less than seven months or not seven months in less than seven minutes. Um, but I would say most people, they probably set some kind of like weight loss goal or they want to achieve some type of body. That's kind of the new year's resolution that they set. And these aren't necessarily bad goals to have. Um, they can be good goals. They could be good milestones, um, to hit throughout the year. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but there is a problem with setting goals like this. Um, and the problem that comes with setting goals like this is that they only really stress or focus on a specific outcome. Uh, so like lose 20 pounds, uh, squat 200 pounds, get abs, all of those things that I listed there, uh, they're all outcomes that you can achieve. Um, they're not like actual things that you can do every single day um, to reach a certain outcome. Um, I mean, maybe, maybe squat 200 pounds is something you can technically do, but it's not something you can do right now. Like if your squat max is 150 pounds today, and by the end of the year, you want to squat 200 pounds, you can't just go into the gym and squat 200 pounds. That's not something tangible that you can actually take action on and do right now. Uh, so you need actual steps or tangible actions. Um, just things that you can do right now, things that you can do on January 1st, January 3rd, January 4th, whenever you are listening to this podcast, you need actual actions that you can do right now, today, um, to, in, in order to get you to that end goal that you want. Um, so these goals that we kind of mentioned before, like lose 20 pounds, um, squat 200 pounds, things like that, those are what I would like to call outcome-driven outcome goals. Uh, so um, instead of like focusing on a specific task or action you can do uh today you have more of like this mentality like i want to achieve this in the long term um but if you want to like truly be successful with your news resolutions you have to make the bulk of your new year's resolution goals or focus um be more pro uh, process driven goals um so these are goals that you can actually take action on each and every day you can do every single day and you kind of check off um, and make sure that you're doing them to make progress towards that long-term achievement that you want. Um, so these are things like uh, go for a walk for maybe 20 minutes every single day. That could be your kind of process goal and you have a little um, checklist or chart, or maybe you have a notebook that you write that down every day and you just check it off every single day you do that. Um, and then by the end of the week, maybe you have like six or seven check marks and you're like, okay, like I did really good this week of hitting my goal of going for a 20, 20 minute walk every day. Um, another example of this could be something like eat a serving of fruit with breakfast every single day. 
um, maybe lifting four times per week. And then you set out what specific days you're going to lift. So you're going to lift maybe Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. And uh, you write that in your notebook and you check off each of those days that you do end up going to the gym and lifting. And that's kind of your um, process goal that you have. Um, and all of those things can get you, you know, to that long-term milestone or outcome that you want eventually. Uh, but these are really good tangible things that you can actually take action on today and do. Um, so the best way to go about creating your um, New Year's resolution goals um, and to not making them suck is to start with an outcome goal that you want. So one of those goals we listed before, like lose 20 pounds, squat 200 pounds, and kind of work backwards um, to create your process goals and try to narrow it down to something you can do in a specific day. Um, so for example, let's say you want to lose um, 15 pounds by June 7th. Um, so that's about six months from now, uh, which I counted it out comes to 21 weeks. So you wanna lose 15 pounds in the next 21 weeks. Uh, so if you work backwards, um, that's about 0.7 pounds per week that you're losing in order to get to 15 pounds by June 7th, um, which we already know that around a pound of body fat is around 3,500 calories roughly. Um, so that would equal about a 2,500 calorie deficit for a week. All right. So now we kind of took that long-term goal that, um, lasts around six months or 21 weeks. We kind of narrowed it down to what we need to do each week. Um, and then from there, the 2,500 calorie deficit, we can divide that by seven days in a week. And then we come to around a 350 calorie deficit per day that we need in order to reach that, um, goal of losing 15 pounds in 21 weeks. Um, so now we have a specific thing that we can do each day. Now, um, 350 calorie deficit, what does that exactly look like? Let's say if you burn around 2,500 calories a day, then a good number to maybe start with would be 2,150 calories a day. That's about a 350 calorie deficit if you burn 2,500 calories a day. Obviously, there's going to be some um, variation, you know, if you... Um, you know, have a little less activity here, a little less activity there. Once you've been in a calorie deficit and actually lost weight after a few weeks, um, our metabolisms go down a little bit. So that number will change, but it's just a really good example of taking like a long-term six month goal and narrow, narrowing it down to, um, something you can do every single day, hit 2150 calories. Um, now a calorie deficit for 21 weeks straight is pretty long. So maybe you decide to add in like a three to four week maintenance phase, right in the middle of that 21 weeks. Um, and then you, maybe you go for a slightly faster pace of weight loss um, during your actual cutting weeks of like a pound per week. Um, you know, that's just another example too. Um, but working backwards to create those process goals that are more short-term that you can actually achieve in a certain day um, helps to give you something that you can actually do and something you can actually um, kind of check off every day. And that keeps you motivated too. Every time you check off that little process goal that you have each day, keeps you motivated and helps you know that you're go heading in the right direction, basically. Um, another example is if you want to hit a squat PR this year. Um, when you break that down backwards, um, you can come to a short-term goal or short-term process goal of squatting two times per week. Um, so now you have kind of a weekly um, squatting goal. Now you can break that down further into the days that you do squat. So let's say you squat on Monday and Thursday. Um, 
you have like a daily process goal when you do squat then of, um, you know, hitting each rep with really good form, um, hitting each rep at the prescribed intensity um, that your coach or your program gives you each day. Um, the point is, is that if it's not a goal that you can actually act on in the moment, then it's not a very good goal to put all of your focus in. Um, it doesn't mean that you have to forget about these long-term milestones completely, because I think having uh, more like big long-term milestones, um, they can help you stay motivated at times. You know, times you're just, you don't really want to go and do the work. You don't want to go and do the process every day. And you think, okay, like this is my end goal. This is what I'm working towards. That can help to uh, motivate you at times when you are feeling a little um, less driven, but they shouldn't be the sole focus um, of your goals. And that is why a lot of your guys' New Year's resolutions um, honestly suck because a lot of times you don't work backwards and create those process goals. You just have these long-term goals. And then each day you're kind of just like guessing and you don't really have a set plan or a process that you do each day to end up getting there. Um, and then, you know, you go four weeks into the year and you still haven't really made much progress or you just don't really know if you are making progress in the right direction because you don't have these processes that you're checking off and uh, completing each day. Um, so I hope this information was helpful for you guys. Um, I have some really big goals for this podcast this year. Um, I want to achieve around four to five times the amount of total downloads that we had last year. Um, I had a little bit of a goal to, to the, um, to get a certain number of downloads by the end of 2020 last year. And we, um, fell just a little short of the goal, um, so I have kind of a chip on my shoulder because of that. And, you know, a lot of that was because I didn't really come out with a podcast episode for the last entire really month of uh, December because I was studying for my exam, which is fine. Uh, but I really want to, um, you know, push out episodes this year, really have a lot of really cool guests on um, and really grow this thing because um, I really think this information is super helpful for you guys. So um, if you guys know of anyone who would benefit from the podcast, who would be interested in this stuff, definitely share it with them so we can get more views or get more downloads, have more people listen, more people learn, more people um, getting helpful information to kind of change their lives. So um, hopefully you guys liked this episode. Um, hope you guys have a great uh, week and I will I'll see you guys in the next one.